ACAST. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another Sales is Easy podcast and uh, welcome to this channel, a place where we simplify and demystify the sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and make sales easy. When done by skilled professional, sales is easy. I'm your host, Alan Meyer. I'm a sales expert and in today's episode, we will cover the topic of uh, skills in empathy, how to put yourself in their shoes, in your customer's shoes. Allow me to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Alan. I've been in sales for 29 years now, developing uh, different sales trainings uh, in the meantime as well for the last 15 years, delivering trainings in, in 42 different countries on all six continents. And one thing actually I notice when I'm talking to sales executives and sales managers and sales professionals around the world is the best ones, they have empathy. They can put themselves in their shoes. They understand the emotional intelligence properly and they are working together with class customers to understand the situation and to give them the best possible solution to their needs. So if you're ready, let's start with, let's start with today's episode. Let's dive in. So the question is, do you see yourself as an empathetic person? Why I'm asking this? Because all humans, no matter where we live, no matter what culture, what religion we practice, what color of, what's the color of our skin, no matter uh, whatever, wherever we live, whatever nationality we have, humans are born with empathetic tendencies. So from 7.8 billion people, we all have this. And the ability to use the, this empathy to connect with other people especially in sales, in a meaningful way, it improves communication, it improves your career, it improves your life satisfaction, and of course, it improves the success that you reach. But good news is, everyone can learn to improve their empathy skills necessary in sales today. And in doing so, they can improve their careers, and they can improve their lives, and they can improve the lives or of other people. So I was reading uh, some uh, some papers, uh, American Journal of Pharmaceutical Education, and they actually said there that learning empathy skills has many benefits. I'm going to list a few of them. So through a combination of explanations, examples, and practice, people can improve their empathy skills. And learning empathy skills helps people to improve communication. I'm going to focus this now on salespeople. We want to improve communication with our class customers, with our clients. What else we want to do? We want to strengthen the relationships we have with the existing customers or 
with our colleagues or with our managers. We want to be leaders. It's not about the title that we have on our business card, but leaders leading other people. And of course, learning empathy can help you succeed in tasks that you are taking. And if you want to be successful in sales, if you want to reach the level of success you desire, empathy is crucial part here. So effective communication with your customers is the key to healthy interpersonal relationships. They don't need to love you. And this is the mistake that many salespeople think I need to be funny and goofy and friendly and they will love me and they will buy from me. From me. No, that's not the case. Actually, let me give you an example. I have a friend who's a great person, who's an amazing guy and who can become friends with anybody in a few minutes. But when he meets somebody who's extremely introverted, he doesn't know how to handle this because introverts, they don't care about chit chat with strangers. You know, you walk into my office, what do you need? Why are you here? And he does not know how to handle this kind of pressure. So personality can help you so much in sales, but empathy can actually build connection with other people. And for someone to feel connected to you, they need to feel understood. I don't know if you ever experienced this. I experienced many times with my customers with suddenly almost like a light bulb, light above their head saying, oh, you finally get me. You will be surprised how many salespeople pretend they get me. They pretend to understand my situation and then they just go with their agenda without actually acknowledging my issues and my challenges. One of my clients said to me, it was almost 20 years ago, yeah, you said you understand. You pretend you understand. You don't understand my situation. You don't know how hard it is when, when your phone rings in the middle of the night and there's some incident with my network and there's some outside attack and my guys are panicking and the situation is so heated and the debate, debates and energy is high and problems are like flying everywhere and my wife is yelling at me while I'm picking up the phone two in the morning and now you can say, oh, I understand your situation. No, you don't. Don't pretend. So that was a great lesson for me because I I can honestly say I did not understand my customer at that moment. I thought mentally, like co- cognitive understanding, yes, but not really walking their shoes. And when you develop your empathy skills, it helps you create a connection with anybody, with anybody from your customer's account, with anybody you're dealing with, and you are growing a trust connection that's based on trust and understanding not just by saying trust me you know when you hear the salesperson saying these words to you trust me run away because trust is not said trust is earned so there are different empathy skills i'm going to name right now and i'll cover a few of them Uh, first and foremost be present in the conversations with your customers when they talk you are present you're thinking about their words not what you're going to say next I know it's easy to, you know, they say I have a problem with this and that. They're already thinking, okay, I can do this. I can do it. I can solve the problem. No, be present and dig deeper. And that's the tricky part. When customers say something, for example, they had a big attack on the network. How did you solve it? What what, what did you do to prevent it from future uh, attacks? And, uh, and how did you upgrade your network, etc., etc. So always be present in a moment and dig deeper. Create the questions that they're focused on their issues, their situation, and try to understand. Oh, literally dig deeper. Constantly dig deeper to really understand the situation. Active listening, that's the part, you know, you're active listener. And please don't try to be smart and don't try to translate the words. Remember, customers' words are the sweetest words to them. So if they say we would like to increase efficiency, then later you can say, here's how we're going to increase efficiency of your network or whatever it is. So active listening, you're active 
part of listening. You're not just acknowledging, aha, mm-hmm. That's nothing. You have to really be engaged. You can summarize. So what you're saying is you have so many issues on a regular basis. You have so many incidents. You have so many guys on the field who are not supported. So you try to really talk about what's important to your customers. There are other non-verbal cues. It's harder now with pandemic when we cannot visit with our customers. But there are non-verbal cues. If you have a luxury of talking via camera with your customers, then you can at least pay attention, nod, and stuff like that. You can pause. You can ask questions. And you can use we, not me. So empathy requires being present in the space you and your customers are sharing. And to connect with your customers, you need to be focused on the conversation you are having with them, not what else is happening on your phone, in your life, or going on around you. Being present is a mindset that helps you connect first with yourself and then with others. I actually took some mindfulness classes and uh, it helps you refocus to, to be present in the moment. But uh, it's all about when customer is talking, you are not checking your phone, you're not thinking what to say next, you're not distracted by people passing by or by emails pinging or, or your phone beeping. It's all about being present in a moment. For this five or 10 minutes, your customer is the most important people in the whole world. Active listening is non-judgmental. When you actively listen to your customers, you don't assume you understand how you f- how they feel. Instead, you can frame your responses in three different ways, I would say. You can reflect, you can affirm, you can encourage. So reflecting is repeating what someone said, what customers said, and asking if you expressed what they meant. If they say we have lots of challenges with your company, uh, can you clarify with me what kind of specific challenges you have? So little reflecting is always good. Affirming shows that you respect what they're saying when you respond positively. Sometimes we can agree. Yes, we are a complicated company to work with, right? You affirm. And encouraging, it's all about encouraging the other person to explain uh, or to expand on what they're saying and encouraging to be more open, maybe even more honest. Maybe they can say, you know, in my opinion, we should do this, but my company is really reluctant to put the money on the table on this. So encouraging is all about uh, focusing on their problems and their issues, their challenges, and you are active listener and you are literally asking them, tell me more, tell me more, but uh, in, a, in a right professional way. So you want to engage your customers in real dialogue. What I meant earlier about uh, nonverbal communication, so you know the communication is verbal and nonverbal, and people may express how they feel with nonverbal cues, like a eye contact, a fidgeting, a body language, tone of voice. But remember this, your customers will often look someone in the eye when they tell the truth, or express a deep feeling or deep thoughts. When a person fidgets, it may be a sign they're actually uncomfortable with you, or worried about your reaction to what they are saying. And body language has many nuances. I mean, I can have 10 hours of body language class here. It will not be enough. But it's all about how person stands, how your customer sits, how they hold their arms. And if you just communicate via phone with your customers, you lose all of this. But there is a tone of voice. It's just as important as what someone is saying. Well, if your customers say to you, you're late, it can show anger or worry, depending on the tone of voice used, or they're just frustrated. Another technique, it's the pause. And this is what salespeople need to learn to do it much, much better. 
The pause is a technique used to stop yourself from interrupting someone else. I know, salespeople will love to listen ourselves talking, right? Now, this is a tricky part. How can we stop interrupting our customers when they're expressing some, something? Letting your customers finish explaining their thought builds understanding, builds respect, and builds trust. And this is the easiest thing we should sell people we should do, and we're not doing it properly. We should simply be, be quiet. And then your customers have time to uh, explain their thoughts, and then that builds understanding that builds respect and guess what builds trust that you really want to learn what's the issue well too often salespeople immediately look to solve the customer's problems and that's there's nothing wrong with that but great leaders and great salespeople know that empathy doesn't mean fixing everything for others instead empathy supports other people by showing understanding first we understand your our colleagues we understand our customers so please don't start giving any sales advice before you ask many questions to clarify the situation and understand what your prospect is actually saying. Because some people need three or four sentences to express themselves. Some people can express themselves in one sentence. But you want to make sure that uh, before you give any sales advice, any suggestion, ask deep questions. Clarify everything. Understand it. Help me understand. You can always say it like this, like a preface it. Or just to make sure that we're on the same page. Are you saying this, this, and that? Advice and solutions only work if your customer believes in them. And telling someone what to do may make them feel they don't have the skills or abilities or knowledge or anything to solve their problems. And now they're depending on you. And they will not accept it so easily, right? So by working together with your customers, you can help and encourage your customers and your prospects to learn from you, to be seen as an expert, not as a vendor. And guess what? This relationship can only grow because you are there to help them with their situation. My personal mantra is, uh, we salespeople, our job is to help others reach their goals. Is it saving money, making money, doing this, doing that? Doesn't matter. If I don't know that, I cannot help them. So when we work together, then and only then we can help and encourage customers to work with us and, of course, to, re to re reach the goals they have. Now, sharing your experiences that you have with other customers, maybe not with them, with other accounts, it should help them find ways they can succeed. If you're a manager, you, know, you can share your experience to help find ways for your team members, how they can succeed, how you did it, how other people on your team did it. But you don't want, you don't want to make them feel like you will solve the problems for them especially if you're a manager. So remember this, when you interact with other people, empathy skills are necessary for effective communication. When you interact with your colleagues, you have to possess empathy. When you uh, interact with your customers, same thing. It's uh, crucial to have, to have it for effective communication. And you can improve your empathy skills by simply, I'm summarizing here, be present, be in a moment, be an active listener and pay attention to what they are saying and to nonverbal cues, and also pay attention to tone of voice. And by pausing, by asking deeper questions, and working together, instead of just being a vendor who fixes things, you will build trust, and you will build empathy to help you and others on your team, other colleagues, succeed in the sales job. 
I hope this topic was interesting to you. And uh, if you have any comment, I'm, I'm actually, I want to learn from you how you put yourself in your customer shoes. What are you doing currently? Send me a message via LinkedIn or here on the Sales is Easy website. I'll be more than happy to to continue the conversation about this topic because I firmly believe salespeople, we need to put ourselves more in a customer shoes than we are doing it right now. For any other questions, uh, any comments, anything that you like to see featured on this podcast, let me know. I'll be more than happy to, to, to answer your question and to, to record a podcast on your topic of choice. Again, this is Alan Meyer, your sales expert, uh, Sales is Easy podcast. This is a place we try to simplify to help you really feel like sales is easy to do when you know what you are doing. So I hope this was beneficial. Please subscribe to our podcast uh, because we are bringing so many cool things uh, on resilience, on mental toughness, or on uh, growth mindset, uh, on even how to handle difficult customers. So you don't want to miss this kind of topics to help you grow and to help you really reach the level of success you think you deserve and you really deserve. Thank you for listening and happy selling. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.